0: It's episode 7 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast. Today, I have on reoccurring guest, Mr. Hayden Barton, good old childhood friend. How's it going, man?
1: Good, man. How are you?
0: Not too bad. How was your your football weekend? Getting Uh, to the Christmas season?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Christmas decorations going up tomorrow. I don't want to make it too early, right? But, you know, it's coming. It'll be December 1st yeah
0: fair enough fair enough so um you're anticipating a half decent three game slate on thursday the steelers and ravens were supposed to save the two crappy games but obviously that is postponed to uh nearly a week later but what did you think of the thanksgiving or american thanksgiving games
1: honestly uh In the Pickham League that I'm in, I knew Detroit wasn't going to be good because for some reason Kenny Galladay's there, everything and yeah, that just seemed like the perfect game for Alex Smith. And then the uh or not sorry, Deshaun Watson yeah just absolutely killed it. And then
0: he's doing amazing this year.
1: Oh, so good! It's just unreal. And then obviously, uh, you know Alex Smith and the washington football team taking care of this and this and dallas yeah
0: so we'll hit houston detroit first because yeah. you know, as everyone knows on left side heavy we touch on prime time games and then anything else that stands out to us but starting off with uh houston and detroit deshaun watson is like showing that he doesn't need a number one or like a d hop on his team but i mean it sure helps but He's balling out the series, continues it with another unreal game, a game over 300 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And Will Fuller alongside that, seven receptions for 170 and two touchdowns. So just a overall good game from Houston. And, man, Detroit only putting up 25 points kind of proves to be why Patricia got canned.
1: Yeah, no, a lot of the uh... – a lot of big stories happening just in the past day.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. No kidding. With uh Steelers getting postponed, San Francisco getting banned from their own county, so they have to find somewhere else to play.
1: Arizona. They got the. Uh, they got a stadium in Arizona.
0: Yeah. And yeah. fucking yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened this weekend, but. Yeah, and we'll uh keep with uh Will Fuller, and he got suspended for six games for PEDs. Do you think this is why he's been playing out of his absolute uh, mind this year? <laughs> you
1: know, I think he's been playing out of his mind because he's good, but no, for sure, he I... hasn't. He hasn't been injured, so that's where I think the PEDs come into play. So, see,
0: yeah, he would have had like two pulled hamstrings by now,
1: at least, at least, yeah, surely.
0: Yeah, I knew there was something fishy going on when he hasn't been hurt yet.
1: Yeah, and he's actually looking like he should be getting paid. Yeah. He has to do something to mess it up.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I feel bad for Matt Stafford because um, maybe uh a new coaching change will help him. But talk about a quarterback who's severely underrated and always in a bad situation. But I really hope he, uh, on the tail end of his career, maybe demands to get released or traded or to maybe like a better team or just like Detroit can help him up and get them some more weapons, but they always seem to be kind of yeah. screwed every season. So they can't seem to get it right.
1: Yeah, but, no, I agree.
0: Um we'll move on to Washington and Dallas. And uh Washington's defense came to play today. Obviously Gibson played really well, but Washington's defense, they were a force against Cowboys in the offense.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh unreal. Like when I was watching that, I actually was taking a test and I couldn't really watch the whole game, but as soon as I finished, I just put it on and it was like it was somewhat close at the start. And then yeah. Gibson, oh my god, dude, that guy's just a He's, he's going to be something special. People who drafted him this year in dynasty leagues are probably really, really happy.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. He was unreal on Thursday. Yeah. 20 attempts for 115 and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. That's absolutely unreal. And I don't want to glance over Amari Cooper because he played a good game. He did as best as he possibly could. He had over 100 yards and a touchdown.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Dalton just their uh, Washington's uh, pass rush was they were in Dalton's face all night, and they just couldn't really get anything going. And it's tough for Dallas because that offense was looking really good with Dak, and then unfortunately, he goes down. and Dalton and the other quarterbacks just couldn't obviously play up to his level, so that def- that offense is now deteriorated throughout the season. But Cooper's still putting up points that he's capable of, so there's a bright future for Dallas. They just need to put all their chips in towards their defense, but Washington just absolutely rolled over them, and yeah, it wasn't really close.
1: Yeah, no, Washington's defense is legit. You know, like, they have, I think they have, like, a top five defense for the whole year now, and, you know, that Front seven, ferocious. Chase Young is. Oh, he's, I, I don't know how we forgot about him in our maybe like the uh, defensive rookie of the year candidate. Oh,
0: I I put him in. I put I, him. I,
1: I over totally overlooked him. I I was like, you know, yeah. the Panthers, Derek Brown. He's just he's so solid in the middle. Then Patrick Queen, and then Isaiah Simmons. You know, he just started coming in through uh, yeah. the back end half That's of this year I, so far, but yeah. Yeah, Chase Young, man.
0: Holy. Yeah, I think he has like five sacks, but he doesn't have a lot of sacks, but he has like a lot of pressures and hurries. So he's like, yeah, he's like maybe less than half a second. Give him a half a hold on to the ball for a half a second longer, and Chase Young's in it. He could have like double digit sacks, but he yeah, just no. he gets to the quarterback quick and they just let go of the ball. So he's like doing his job. He just like, can't, the numbers just aren't necessarily showing in the sack department. But he's like getting there. Yeah. Like no.
1: On stuff. paper, he's he's ferocious when it comes yeah. to QB pressures. I think uh, the Saints are first, and I think Washington second or third for yeah. D line pressure. Four men D line pressure too. Yeah. Like it's crazy.
0: Yeah. They. Oh thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're, uh, they're, that's like a real bright spot for kind of a low team
1: oh look now sleeper uh <laughs> sleeper playoff pick <laughs> <laughs> could be washington i oh, don't know that, but
0: yeah that'd be awesome I, uh, i'd be happy to see that you know what screw it alex smith in the playoffs why not
1: i still can't believe one of these teams gets to host tampa bay or uh (laughs) or los angeles in
0: the playoffs (laughs) no it's ridiculous dude ridiculous all right Uh, um we'll move on to my uh my pats versus cards nick folk pulling out the game winning field goal 50 bomb
1: yeah i was gonna text you i was gonna be like wow beer league kicker coming in clutch yeah
0: you know what i'm gonna continue it because it's working (laughs) so ever since i've said that i don't think he's missed an extra point or He's missed maybe one field goal, but like what? Uh, it was probably trash. What kicker hasn't missed a field goal this year? Yeah, no, right. true, true. And but no, he's been actually like real solid and he's coming, he's come up clutch a few times. Uh, Murray and Newton both played pretty bad to their yeah. standards. nine uh,
1: points and seven points. <laughs> and, uh,
0: Kenyon Drake is really the only bright spot I could really think of. You have like 80 yards on the ground and two scores. Yeah, that so that's should have been three
1: but the defense of New England just holy I how many plays do you think they had in like two drives in the New England five yard line or better. Two
0: yeah, drives. New, New England's like before kind of up to this year when half their defense off the They were like a bend don't break defense. They'll give up 500 total yards, but they'll give you 17 points. Yeah. So it's like, we'll maybe give you a touchdown and then, like, a few field goals. But, like, and we'll give you, like, a bunch of yards, but you're not going to put up more points than us kind of thing. Obviously, the odd game, they'd give up a lot. But, um, no, they always have a lot of plays running through their red zone because – between the 20s, they're not the best, but they're always pretty solid in the red zone.
1: Yeah, no, and that one drive, and actually, uh, if you wanted to know, the answer in two drives was seven plays inside the five. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, that, or actually, no, that was on the one drive. And then the next one was uh, 11, because I went into halftime. So, 11 plays inside the five, and only one touchdown.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's crazy, and like they don't even have Hightower or no. They don't even have Hightower, and he's no, they don't. He's like the most solid defensive piece. But yeah, no,
1: who who's the middle linebacker New England has in the uh, in the lineup right now?
0: I think it's I think it's Guy. Is it Guy? Yeah. I yeah. thought he was the
1: outside linebacker. Yeah, I
0: don't know, dude.
1: Whatever it is, it's working, and it is just. I, I cannot believe that they didn't score because that's a that's a 14-point switch. And right honestly,
0: there. honestly, he might have, but there wasn't conclusive evidence that he got past the line because there's so many. I don't think he did. did.
1: You but know, like, looking I at it, yeah. I, I definitely don't think he did.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he, he very well could have, but no one could literally see Drake after he went into a bunch of bodies. No one could find him. So he could have popped in, but no one could see him. It was inconclusive, so...
1: Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah,
0: um, but I want to talk about that bullshit blindside block that took oh. the kicker turn TD. That was horseshit. Am I wrong? Oh
1: my god, Am no! You, text, you texted me as soon as I saw that, and I was like, I like Shaden was just asking. She's like, why are they showing this play? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what happened? And then I heard like over the announcer, they called that a. Blind side uh, block. And I was like, Buddy was looking at him straight on. (laughs) That was this blind side.
0: I I don't get it. Like, people were saying it was like he was facing his own end zone. And I'm like, he wasn't even facing his own end zone. He was facing the sideline. He was facing the sideline.
1: Yeah, it was brutal.
0: Like, it was one of the worst calls I've Up there, some of one of the worst calls I've seen. Like, no, I I totally agree. Like, I don't want to play bias. But dude, that was just like that was just a bad call, and it's not yeah. just me talking about it as a Patriots fan. Like that was just a bad call, and it just like it frustrates me because like if we lost that game, I know we're we were four and six, but like if we lost that game, that's like that literally would have ta- like uh, taken us out of playoff contention like completely. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally agree.
0: And, like. It was just such a bad call. It doesn't make sense.
1: No, no, it doesn't. I hate when that happens, when it's like it either could have been a call or it couldn't have been, but it somehow went not your way, and it's like, fuck off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, and I'll go the other way too. That Isaiah Simmons hit, Cam Newton was a runner, and he was still in bounds, and he got hit. That shouldn't have been a penalty.
1: But it was it was uh it was helmet to helmet yeah i guess simmons's helmet got uh the uh the face mask part of newton and you kind of see his head like whip back in slow motion so, so it wasn't just like a late hit penalty oh dude i was i was up and i was like that's a that's a penalty penalty <laughs> yeah but like
0: Yeah, but I was like, people were complaining about that, or Isaiah Simmons, he was, like, freaking out how that wasn't a penalty, and I was like, no, fuck you. That's a penalty because you guys got one that took away a penalty. Mm -hmm. So, no, that's a penalty, and you're going to sit there and cry about it. I don't care, but you're eating this one because the Patriots fandom had to eat that one.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: It's kind of like
1: like what happened to the Saints – in the uh, Rams Super Bowl game, same and then
0: team crew, same ref crew.
1: Oh really? Wow, it's amazing to sell a job. But and then it, it was <laughs> the next season. Nickell Roby Coleman, I forget what team he was on, but he uh, he interfered with someone and it cost. A, oh wait, no. Yeah, it was last year. He like totally didn't interfere with him at all, and he wasn't on the Rams. I remember this. And it was in the end zone. He totally didn't interfere with him. And he got flagged for doing it. And then that's what made uh, LA lose the game. And Saints fans were trolling it up. It's like, wow, Roby Coleman knows what it's like now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome.
0: That's funny. No, but yeah, that ref crew, I don't understand how they're still employed because that's just terrible. Another blind. Was
1: that like a stat that came up from the, uh, from the ref game?
0: Carry, <laughs> um, the guy who was supposed to be on today. He texted me and he was like, "Yeah, this ref crew. I'm pretty sure that's the one who did the, like, the Rams Saints and the in pass interference." And I was like, "Really?" And then he sent me a clip of like, um, this guy's ref crew blows calling Saints his Rams game and I'm like how are they still employed after that job alone
1: yeah no it's it's mental it's mental dude yeah contracts contracts (laughs) ridiculous
0: um we'll go to your Saints Broncos Saints take it 31-3 uh not much on the stat sheet more of a storyline game um Hinton Coming up from the practice squad with all Broncos quarterbacks ineligible to play due to high risk to COVID. Practice squad receiver playing quarterback. I mean, obviously, like, he's not going to light it up because it's his first NFL start for a position. He's not really – he hasn't played since high school Mm -hmm. or college, but he was, like, he couldn't even start at Wake Forest. Yeah. He's one for nine, 13 yards and two picks, but it was bad. But, dude, like – you gotta shout him out for even like getting up there. Like, Going like, up there, oh, fucking, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so Hinton, you're not a quarterback. Uh, you're on the practice squad. We're gonna call you up, but not for receiver. You're gonna be our starting quarterback today, and you have to play against the NFC South division leaders, Saints. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. When I when I first saw that like that news breakout on Saturday morning, I was I just got out of bed and I was just talking to my mom and I looked at my phone and it's like Broncos Drew Luck. um, Rippin. Brett Riffin, yeah, and Blake Bortles are all <laughs> out due to high risk COVID. And I was like, so who the fuck's starting then? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yo, did you see that? Um. John Elway um, wanted the, the assistant coach to start.
1: <laughs> Why didn't John Elway start? Okay, that's my yeah. big question. Okay. Yeah,
0: John Elway pitched for their assistant coach to start at quarterback, but it oh got denied by the NFL.
1: <laughs> I did didn't you, see that.
0: Do you imagine an old coach going in and like ripping slants and stuff? <laughs>
1: He knows the playbooks. Oh my god. Yeah, no, honestly, like that was a it's a feel-good story that Hinton has coming up and for him to play in a game and get absolutely demolished. Yeah. After after the first half it was it wasn't funny anymore. I felt sad. Yeah. I was like, you're never supposed to talk down to your opponent, you know, but That was just brutal yeah i I've never seen a quicker game go by so fast, but it was like whatever, you know the uh, Hinton should have had more picks, but we dropped them, yeah uh, and the defense dude, like, okay, even without an actual quarterback starter, I definitely would have given the score to have been higher for the Saints, and maybe yeah. like. Two touchdowns, Max higher for the Broncos. Yeah, but this Saints defense, dude. What do you have to say about that? Like,
0: they're starting. Yeah,
1: like I will. I want to give you a funny stat after this, and I want to see if you know it. Okay.
0: I kind of want to. This game doesn't really count. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I know Drew Locks had his turnover troubles, but. he would obviously put up a better game than this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Denver ran the ball like 77 times. Yeah. And so New Orleans defense, like I've always thought they've had – like they have Cam Jordan, Marshawn, Lattimore. And, I, yeah, I think they're a good defense. I've always thought that. They were kind of slow to start, but they've been heating up all season it's it's
1: the new orleans special start slow finish finish hot as shit
0: yeah so uh no yeah i think new orleans defense is highly touted and i'd feel good if i had him as my defense for sure
1: oh yeah okay now this funny stat okay uh in how many games or how many games was it ago that the saints allowed one touchdown
0: so, like, what's their no-touchdown streak?
1: Right now, it's almost four games since they've allowed a touchdown. It's, if they make it past the first quarter of next week's game, it'll have been four games that they didn't allow a touchdown.
0: Really? So, Denver?
1: Denver, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and
0: uh, 49, you know?
1: yes the 49ers but that was in the first quarter so if they make it past it'll have been wow. or maybe it's maybe it'll be three and a half it, either way wow and the fact that it, it's been that long since a team has like, scored on them
0: yeah especially against tampa like that's yeah was tampa before San fran
1: no it was after was it yeah no it was after it was San Francisco and then we had to play Tampa. And um, then it was Atlanta. Uh, it, 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 it was something. Either yeah, way. <laughs>
0: exactly. No, that's crazy though. I like, got yeah. a pretty good stat.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's ridiculous.
0: So. All right. We're uh we're gonna do a lightning round, kind of bounce around the league. Uh pitch in whatever you think stands out to you. Uh, Sounds good. Start it off. Falcons blowing out the Raiders. Are you kidding me? I was so mad about this. Donald, I love you, dude. But I had money on the Raiders and that ruined my parlay.
1: Oh my god, dude. I'm gonna say this right now, okay? Vegas sucks. Okay, they they're a shitty team. They 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 just suck. Okay, they suck, they suck, they suck. But they play good against Kansas City. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, like, I was like, oh, Raiders plus seven? So you're telling me that the Raiders, who basically went toe-to-toe with Casey and beat them once, is like a seven-point underdog to Atlanta? Easy. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> you're going to lose by 37 points. Suck on that one, Jevin. Yeah, cheers, boys. Everyone took me out of a $680 payout oh dude i was choked dude i won every i won every single other bet on my parlay except that one
1: it's always the okay every time every time that the uh the country starts believing in vegas that is the chance to fade them
0: (laughs) no but it wasn't just me like there was even a meme about it and it was like Nate Robinson on the ground and Jake Paul. And it was Nate Robinson was like um, my parlay. And then Jake Paul <laughs> was the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew it wasn't just me. It was like everyone's parlay got ruined. Oh, my, yeah. my buddy Mitch, he was on the episode uh, on the podcast earlier. And he, was, he had Vegas in three different parlays. <laughs> That's so tough. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was so upset about that. And I was like, I was I almost put in a bet for them to lose by less than (laughs) twenty-eight. And luckily I didn't do that because they Jesus, yeah, you just
1: lost but
0: yeah. I was like, there's no way they can lose by this. They're gonna at least try and throw a touchdown. No, next thing you know, I lift my head after two minutes and Atlanta now has the ball. And I'm like yeah, why
1: was it that every time I looked, Atlanta had the ball in the red zone? Like, I was just scrolling through my sleeper app, and it's like it's like Atlanta in the red zone at the third quarter, five minutes, and then it's like, I go back and I look, Atlanta in the red zone, like, third doing? quarter, one minute, like, what well, the fuck is happening?
0: Like, Carr threw, like, two picks and fumbled three times. Like, that's not going to help you. No. Jacobs went out early with a sprained ankle
1: yeah and then Rashard injured
0: like bro yeah no, Triple was... man
1: hopefully atlanta just like peps himself up enough just enough for this week that they just fucking suck yeah it's new orleans so <laughs> <laughs> we get their home time and then exactly yeah. exactly
0: yeah um derrick henry offensive player of the year
1: uh maybe after it's always what he does in between December and January, dude. He is what will win someone a fantasy yeah. league and he's what someone will almost win a fantasy league. Yeah. You know, going up against Jesse this week, he had Antonio Gibson, and I was like, Man, what the fuck? My week's over and it's and it's all because of one player. And then Derek yeah. Henry comes and beats him by seven points. I was like. I'm alright. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I knew it. I yeah. knew it. This is why I didn't trade Henry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but dude, he's leading the league in rushing. He's he's a man amongst boys out there, man. And I had Alvin Kamara as my offensive player of the year, but he's kind of slowed down the past few weeks. But Derek Yeah, just because of Taysom Hill, huh? yeah. But Derek Henry's just been going up and man, I'll Know if you can give it to anyone else. He's dominating out there. He can oh, yeah. he can run himself into like an MVP candidate, dude. Like he's taking that Titans team to the next level and he's putting them above, mm-hmm. like to that next level to take out a W, right? Like against the Ravens, he ran over them too. He got the OT winner, and yeah. it was just like a halfback dive from two yards out. It was like a twenty-five yard run.
1: Which coincidentally won me last week too. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, he oh
0: my god, off with 180 yards and three touchdowns. Like,
1: yeah. He's making, no,
0: he's, he's making Tannehill's life so much easier with that.
1: Did you see what uh, what happened? He Derek Henry had his chance to score his fourth touchdown, but yeah. Tennessee ran the perfect play. They are like, oh, let's just give it to Derrick Henry and shotgun. And Tannehill was like, yeah, everyone's going that way. I'm going to take it. And I'm going to score myself. Yeah, Beautiful play. I was like, that is how you run. Everyone yeah. respects Derrick Henry. And they're just yeah. like, oh, Derrick Henry has the ball. And next thing you know, Tannehill's in the end zone. Psych? Doing his white boy whoop. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, but, yeah, dude, he's dominating and... It's so yeah, cool. he's scary he's, he's such a humble player too like he doesn't like he just
1: he doesn't brag about himself yeah, like he not, knows that, that his work his first, or... yeah no he knows his first two years he didn't do anything and it wasn't his fault but they're making everyone who was in that organization be like why didn't we why didn't we start this guy
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's making other scouts like why didn't we draft him
1: yeah, like, why didn't you, like, Man. there's not a lot of things I can say, obviously, about, like, the Saints, like, and not drafting him, but it's, like, Saints always find gems in the draft, right? But every other team who didn't draft him, how stupid do y'all, do y'all look now, okay?
0: Well, that's how I feel. It's, like, Patriots drafted Sonny Michelle, and then, like, a pick after Nick Chubb won. And it's, like, well, Nick Chubb's one of the best in the game, and Sonny Michelle's mm-hmm. not even our starter. Yeah, so,
1: I know. I can't yeah. believe that uh, that you guys didn't draft Chubb. Well, Sony Michelle the...
0: yeah. Sonny Michelle had a good rookie year. I'm not even gonna fault him for that. No, no he then, didn't. like he ran for like 950 and like almost 10 touchdowns that year. Like that's a good rookie year. But oh yeah. Then, but then he's just falling off, and now Damian Harris is taking all the workload. And but taking away, getting away from the Patriots because that's not the point. But no, Derrick Henry's doing really good. I think he's deserving of offensive player of the year, in my opinion, right now.
1: Oh yeah, right now. And if he just keeps uh, continuing it.
0: I'd have pulled it over Kamara. Especially.
1: Oh, easily.
0: But um no, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. It's gonna be good for the awards coming up. Um 49ers top the Rams. Shanahan is four and oh against McVeigh.
1: <laughs> it's so weird because I feel like yeah. the Rams are so much better but you know i compare the rams to the to the raiders yeah okay they both start with r and a (laughs) they both somehow play good against tampa bay and another high-powered team but when it comes to (laughs) a suckier ass team half of them who are on ir nah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no kidding yeah, I like, I the Rams, they're such a weird team, dude. Like, it's all about if Jared Goff plays good, then usually the whole team's playing good. But if Jared Goff sucks, then, like, even the defense plays bad. Yeah. Receivers, because their receivers are, like, playmakers. They're not really go up and get at receivers. They're like, I'm going to throw a slant, and Cooper Cup's going to take it the rest. Yeah. And then, or Robert Woods is going to run a good route, like, a post route. And then Goff's going to sling him for 50 yards, and Woods is in open space. Yeah. Right? They're really like the receivers aren't go up and get it. They're not really physical. So if Goff's struggling to get the ball to Cup and Woods, then like they can't really do their job, right?
1: And no, not at all.
0: They're running backs, like Henderson has a tough time getting going sometimes, and Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers, like they're not doing too much this season. And so Jared Goff's is like, their most important player because if obviously Aaron Donald, but like taking him out of the equation because offense is important. Jared Goff, if he's not getting going, then the defense can't. You can't rely on the defense scoring points for you. If you're not yeah, scoring, definitely. Then, you know.
1: Although Cam Akers last two games has found the end zone twice.
0: Yeah, he's definitely he's getting more involved, but I like to see that. Yeah. But I mean, like Jared Goff is a huge part of that offense. And if he's slinging the ball, like if he's doing his job, then the Rams are a really scary team. But it's all depending on how he does.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, Chiefs versus Tampa Bay. Mahomes had 370 yards passing in the first half. And Tyreek <laughs> Hill had 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns in the first half.
1: Dude, the fact that Mahomes threw for that much in the first half and didn't continue—I hate when players just don't continue. You know, it's—it's like eight
0: hundred yards that game. I yeah,
1: yeah, I wanted him to because it's like it's football, and especially piling it on to Bruce Arians, I just felt like it would have been so much nicer. Yeah, just because it's like, fuck that guy—he doesn't start Jones over Fournette, and he is. Hey, Look like at what Ronald Jones does too. Like that guy is amazing, talented. He's
0: having runner. a breakout year, like he's finally coming into his own. He's four nuts doing nothing with his touches, and Jones- oh, nothing.
1: And Jones is making the absolute most of it, and I love him for that because yeah. I didn't believe him because I thought I thought Arians would keep Ariansing it up, and as soon as you make a bad play, boom, here's the bench. I warmed it up for you
0: yeah <laughs> it doesn't make sense it's like you're not gonna be perfect every time like
1: yeah sorry i'm not a fucking sure-handed receiver
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's so annoying like um yeah jones is he's finally playing he's having a good breakout season he's touted as like one of the, the best running back coming out of that class like darius guys. but i don't know who else came out of that class but
1: that was uh, 2017 right I think so. I'll, uh, I'll quickly straight set up right now because I. I it was a good class.
0: But anyways, Joan, yeah, he's finally doing good. He looks bigger, faster, stronger. And yeah. he's had a couple 200-yard games, and I don't understand why he's not starting. He's easily – the, clearly the better running back. And yep. he's a lot more consistent. And I just don't even know why you're like, like, don't balance it out. Give Fournette maybe like 10 touches, some of them in the red zone. Cause he is like maybe stronger, but like Jones is just a more like consistent back. And
1: yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want to hear this 2017 running back draft class?
0: Yeah, let's hear it.
1: At number four overall, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight, CMC. Number forty-one, Dalvin Cook. Forty-eight, Joe Mixon. Sixty-seven, Alvin Kamara. Eighty-six, Kareem Hunt. One hundred and five, James Conner. One hundred and nineteen, Tariq cohen One hundred and forty-three, Marlon Mack, and one hundred and eighty-two, Aaron Jones.
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> How many <laughs> all pros are on that team?
1: That was in the fucking twenty seventeen draft class. How many all
0: pros are there? Aaron Jones, McCaffrey. Kamara, Cook, that's four right there.
1: Yeah, that's easily four right there. And then you, and then you got you know, what else was there? You got your Marlon Mack, and then your, uh, did you say Cream Hunt?
0: Cream Hunt, he was like All Pro's rookie year, dude. Like he was. Oh yeah,
1: and James Connor, you know he's decent. tariq Cohen, great pass catching running back. Yeah, and Aaron Jones, like,
0: like dude, it's five All Pros, and then two like Pro Bowlers. Yeah or like steady running backs that like you, if you, I told you like, Hey, Marlon Mack's going to be your RB one. Not bad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm not going to be in a hurry to get rid of him. He had like a good year. It's just a matter of like, I know he has it in him. So as long as he just gets it going, like I'm good. But like, yo, that classic,
1: yeah, is- no, I agree.
0: Who's in the 2018 is, is that, is that Ronald Jones and uh, Darius guys?
1: You know, the, I th- I think it's actually 2017. Now that I'm looking at it, I think he was drafted in 2018. Hold on. But, dude, I, looking back on it, 2017 was a great draft class. Goddamn.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was – that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I didn't – I thought Aaron Jones – I always thought, like, of Aaron Jones, like, a lot older than Kamara. But it's, like, right? a class.
1: Oh, Ronald Jones, yeah, he was in 2018, so I'm kind of messing up on my years here, but still.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm so happy to hear that 2017 class. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I didn't... I forgot how good that draft was. God yeah. damn. Yeah, who's in 2018? Uh,
0: let's see.
1: 2018 RB NFL draft class. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Saquon, obviously, yeah. Sonny Michelle, Darius Geist, Ronald Jones, <laughs> and then Nick Chubb. Jesus.
0: Yeah, so I guess Ronald Jones wasn't up there, but he's top five.
1: Uh, yeah, he was top five. He was scouted top five. on Johnson, Rashad Penny, Kalen Bellage, Naeem Hines. Mark Walton, oh my god, I remember him, Jalen Samuels, Royce Freeman, Josh Adams, wow, Notre Dame, Josh Adams, oh my god, dude, this is, this is ridiculous, and Chase Edmonds, you had to go all the way down to like 20 to really realize any relevancy.
0: And um, Ronald Jones, he's kind of come into his own, like, he's, I'd rather have more than Sony, I'd rather have Saquon and Chubb over him, obviously. Oh, yeah. That he he probably isn't going to find himself back into the league anytime soon, if at all. Yeah. So Jones is like – he's looking like he's coming out three from that class mm-hmm. to the way he's playing now. So he's he's coming to his own. He's deserving of his touches. But I yeah. think with this Chiefs-Tampa Bay game, just like – basically solidifies Mahomes' MVP. Like, he's dominating. He, like, he can put up anything he wants in a game. And
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. And I think the best part about Mahomes, it wasn't really displayed in this game, but it was last game. You know, like, he put on an absolute clinic in a minute and a half, and it's like, this guy is just Unreal. Uh, It's never the game plan to go in and score in a minute and a half. But when you can do that before the half. Yeah. (laughs) Before the end of the half, sorry. It's ridiculous. It totally changes how you actually play. And, yeah, I I see them going right back to uh, Tampa Bay in February.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sunday night football, Green Bay 41, Chicago 25.
1: We don't have to stand this one too long here. All right, we know, we know Chicago is just not, yeah.
0: not good. Play it how he usually plays, you know, no picks, 200 yards, four touchdowns, Rogers doing Rogers things. He's just – he's a top three quarterback in the league right now, and I think people are kind of over – I don't want to say overlooking him, but overlooking him because a lot of attention was rested at the beginning of the season, but then Rodgers is obviously – He's been playing really good. And Mahomes is Mahomes. and But well, I think Rodgers is second in MVP voting. If Houston was any better, if there were Watson up there too. But Rodgers is Rodgers, man. And like you said, we won't stay on this topic for too long. But Rodgers is he's silencing the haters and Matt LaFleur and for picking yeah. up and all that. And almost lit a fire under his ass. And I was like, all right, if you're going to draft a young quarterback to take my place, I'm going to show you why that was a wasted pick. mm mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe you'll groom him, but he's not taking my place anytime soon. So, love, get comfortable on the bench, dude.
1: Yeah, Yeah. get comfortable play calling, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm not
0: not giving up my spot, so.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, like, that game that he had against Indy, it was tough. They're tough defense, you know, but I think what this year's really shown, the two teams that can't be exploited are the Steelers and the Chiefs. And then as of like the back half, the teams that can't be exploited uh that I'd add on are the Saints and the Packers. Yeah. You know, the Packers, man. Like as much as I I hate saying it, but like they've proved even though they they've lost like three hard games, one yeah. of those games definitely shouldn't have gone the way it did. So yeah. Yeah, no,
0: it was uh Packers are a team you can't sleep on at all. Oh. Uh Monday Night Football that where we are recording um it has ended but 23 to 17 for the Seahawks over the Eagles. Uh Wentz is terrible. <laughs> like dude, he just He's doesn't have a spark anymore. He's making terrible throws over and over again, and like, yo, Cam Newton can't throw. He has no weapons, and he put up almost four hundred yards passing against the Seahawks. Wentz has a healthy Rieger. I'll give Jeffrey a pass because like it's his first game back.
1: And Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Travis Fulgham, Miles Sanders.
0: Yeah, and he only put up 215, and he threw a really bad interception.
1: Was it just one? Yeah. Yeah, it was just one.
0: But he's, like, I'll give him that he has a really bad O-line, and he doesn't have a... But he does hold on to the ball for a really long time. He
1: holds on so long, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like he doesn't even know what his receivers are running half the time, too.
0: I agree. Like he's just—he's lost that twenty seventeen MVP spark, dude, and it sucks to see. But he's just not playing good. And like, like at what point do you think we see Jalen Hurts actually play like a full game, like a, a length of time?
1: Watch it be against the Saints and just have it do absolutely fuck all.
0: <laughs> like I know
1: two weeks.
0: Yeah. Like we have, I have plans to get to some questions at the end, but I'll get to one now. Like, um, from my buddy, uh, Matt Nelson. Let me just find it, pull it up really quick. Uh, Matt dot Nelson one. If Wentz keeps playing like this, should Jalen hurt get the start next game? And from that point on at seven o'clock, he just didn't play good. He threw up a hit prayer at the end. That barely got caught by Rodgers, which was an un, unreal catch. Good yeah. reflexes by him, but like he didn't play good.
1: No, not at all.
0: I don't see like Jalen Hurts went in and he's more mobile than Wentz's, in my opinion. He's a really good running quarterback. So if he needs to, if the break, if it breaks down, he's good at escaping. Yeah. And he looked comfortable in there. So why not you, dude? They're three and. Seven.
1: What else do they have to lose at this point? They're three,
0: seven and one. Why not throw him in, and see what he has? And if he plays good, then it's like, why not?
1: Yeah, that's like, okay. See you later, Wentz. We'll move why? on. Yeah, no, I I agree,
0: but Man, I, don't, I don't see why not. Like at this point, I wouldn't even want to play for the playoffs, dude.
1: No. No, I wouldn't either. Honestly, I'd say just finish out the season with Wentz and then throw in Hurts.
0: Yeah, or even like you lost to the Seahawks and it was a bad game. Like you're not, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs if they get there. Mm-hmm. And why not just throw in Hurts next game to see what they have? Yeah, uh, just see if there's like a spark there. And why not? Like why not just see? I mean, yeah, no, honestly, have.
1: put him put him in against the team that matches well up on paper yeah but don't pull anything stupid and put him in and then just keep playing him because then he's gonna lose confidence yeah. like if he goes in uh the next game and then the game after he's not gonna have fun because uh, who do the eagles play next game do you know off by heart
0: uh no but i can pull it up in just a second here
1: Okay, yeah, no, thank you. But I know the next game, obviously, like I said, is against the Saints. That does not match up good on paper. So I say you start them either after that, or, or, not, or you don't play them at all because
0: they play if, Green Bay. Their remaining schedules: Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, and Washington.
1: You play them against Dallas and Washington. You yeah. don't play them these three games. You. you you let Wentz just take the heat because yeah. you don't want your new potential franchise quarterback just going out there and looking like dust.
0: Yeah. No, I can get on board with that. I yeah, put him in the last two unless they're, like, key games and you really want to go to the playoffs. But if it, if you're, like, eliminated, then start Hurts and just yeah, let him do his thing.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: All right. So – our new segment, time for the press. I have some questions that were sent in from fellow mates of mine, and we're going to answer like a few of them. All right. So this one comes from Matinas underscore L, fellow employee at Leo's. Guy's a Dolphins fan. So nice, Lots to look a- forward to. Yeah, AFC East rival. And <laughs> guy sucks. Sorry, Matias. Love you, buddy. Um, if you had to make one of these three, your franchise QB for six years, who are you choosing? Nathan Peterman, Trevor Simeon, or Josh Rosen? <laughs>
1: dude, this is this is a fucking comedy. Is this a comedy podcast now? Yeah. Holy shit. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> he DM'd me that, and I, all I said was, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <It's> like, Literally. <laughs> you better answer it. And I'm like, I hate you, man. Oh, oh my, my god. god i think this question's easy it's josh rosen
1: oh it's got to be josh rosen but like, still we... fuck that. Yeah. He
0: had the most problems coming out of ucla and he was two shitty situations so let him yeah
1: know. no i let i want to give that guy you know everything that he can to develop but nathan peterman garbage okay
0: Yo, I trevor think trevor
1: simeon yeah. still bad yeah still bad
0: like, i wouldn't have confidence at all
1: like at all um Do you hear he's the uh saints third string quarterback simeon yeah <laughs> <laughs> ever since drew went on ir it's like well, well, you gotta or, give some veteran presence in there oh
0: third string now
1: yeah yeah third string now
0: i was like dude Taysom hill second winston's third no I, no, no, no 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 no
1: yeah
0: t- technically second but like some real starting, but yeah, you get my point. Um. So yeah, Matthias, we are both. Our answer is Josh Rosen, but I hate you for that question because it sucks. <laughs> um. This one comes from Evan. eight. Uh. Straight up, who's winning the Super Bowl?
1: Who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh. If it if it isn't the Saints, it's the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like, I think. I think it's the Chiefs to lose in my opinion.
1: Honestly, it seems like a great hangover spot for the Chiefs just for them to play so like amazing and then watch them lose to like and the NFC East division winner.
0: There's some Giants.
1: stupid shit. Yeah, the Giants somehow. The
0: Giants taking the Super Bowl away from The, the-
1: Giants beat Tom Brady again. <laughs> they get a lucky you know, PI call or some shit or a penalty, and then
0: they almost beat Tampa earlier.
1: Exactly, yeah, and then... <laughs> and then they just come out to play in the championship, and then Super Bowl, boom, yeah. Giants, baby,
0: <laughs> one play, game of inches. <laughs> he has a part two, and it's is Evan Y a beauty? Ah, uh, you're okay, bud. You're okay. Thank you, G.
1: i've seen pictures
0: (laughs) you have a nice jeep you have a nice jeep um did you catch any of the tyson fight
1: oh yeah dude it it was sick just seeing tyson fight i mean me and and the boys got in a discord chat and i uh i streamed it and it was so sick
0: yeah um so at doug eberly he asks could Mike Tyson still compete with any young boxers, and if so, what level? Uh, Honestly, I don't know if – I think he'd get, like, tired really quickly. Yeah. There's just a lot of energy, and he'd obviously be fighting, like, near the top of, like, the heavyweights, so he'd be kind of fighting, like, Fury and, like, uh, Wilder and stuff like that, and they're not necessarily young.
1: No. <laughs> but
0: like he's like mid 50s dude and, like i think he's just gonna get really tired quick i think he could put like he'd try and like hug it out the first couple rounds just to get the hang of things but then I th- he still has his power in my opinion um he's he's a house obviously you saw him against jones oh yeah but i think he could like stand in there but i think he'd just get tired quick and it's kind of hard to say, but he wouldn't be like the Mike Tyson he was before. Obviously. Oh, no,
1: that, that'll that never be a thing again, you know, but I would put him in the amateur heavyweights. Yeah, you know, I bet you he could still probably knock out a few amateurs here and there, but I would never put him at a pro level yeah. just because of how old and yeah, no, how untrained or not untrained un.
0: Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have... Okay, basically, he doesn't have enough Stanima to uh, compete. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So uh, that's, uh, that's time for the press. Um, send in your questions to atlassideheavy.thepod on Instagram or to my personal one at jevin.lefave on Instagram. And uh, I think that's all for this episode, Aide. Um, Thanks for coming on. It's always a good time talking to you, Go old child. Oh, a good friend.
1: time.
0: Um, tell the people where they can find you.
1: On Instagram at Hayden underscore Barton and at Twitter at Hayden underscore Barton. Very, very uh, complicated handles there, but... <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. And um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at leftsideheavy.thepod. Follow and on Twitter at Side Heavy. I'm going to try and post there more. And you can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.lefebvre and on Twitter at Jevin.lefebvre. Intro and outro music is Savage by by, uh, Tom Ivory featuring Sixth Man. Uh, You can go listen to that on all platforms. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share the podcast to all your loved ones. And we'll see you guys next time.